The views and opinions expressed on this podisode are solely those of the participants and do not reflect those of an unspecified yet peaceful government agency. We apologize for any mistakes we may have made which broke your heart. Okay, listener, we're back, and we have a special guest on the show. It's Matt. How are you doing, Matt? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, another Matt for your audience. I think they have lots of Matts, so I'm glad to uh, join the ranks and to be, uh, to be one of the honored. Awesome. So I tricked you a little bit, listener. You probably thought it was going to be Matt Van Ham, but it's a different, equally interesting Matt named Matt Nachink. Go, right? Yeah, I, that works. Okay. So, funny story. My parents say my name in different ways. Really? And they always change back. So Does one say Matt and one say Mott? That's pretty much exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, so they'll jump back and forth. Nashinko and Nachinko. And they jump back and forth so much that I kind of will take either one. Okay. Matt is a volunteer in Maduro, which is a smaller island north of the bigger island of Java in Indonesia. What are some differences you've noticed between Madura and Java? Because Matt also did training with me in Kadiri. Yeah, um, I don't have too much understanding of, of Java. I was there for three months when I first got here in Indonesia. But in those first three months, you're so culture shocked, you're not really paying attention to the subtle details of society. So. Um, I guess to get into Madura, you have to kind of first start with a little history. Um, if you go back and talk about the Dutch, when the Dutch were first kind of invading and kind of taking over Indonesia, they had a really hard time conquering the Jawa Island um, for lots of reasons. If you're any familiar with the territory, there's mountains and it's hot and it's mosquitoes. So the strategy changed to then take over Madura. And then they kind of kidnapped and slaughtered a bunch of Madura people and got them to attack their neighbors on the Java Island. So even today, there's a huge like animosity between the two people. Even as, as recent as like 2010, there were some outbreaks in Probolinggo and other places of people rounding up Maduris people. So it's really kind of testy. Um, the, the climate here is very different than Jawa. The, the territory is different. It's very salty. It's a, it's a whole different world. It's really, really difficult to kind of compare the two. And it's so funny that we're so close, but such a very, very different uh, mindset. Yeah, Indonesia has a lot of, I guess, non-homogenized cultures. And that's a part of history I just learned about five minutes ago. So I left it out of my history episode, sorry. <laughs> Um, anyway, we're not just with Matt. Matt's host brother, Shaka, is running away. Dude, this kid's 11, and he's working on factoring some, like, pretty intense polynomials. So, I'm, I'm impressed. And it's not just, like, the foil stuff, people. Like, there's x cubed plus 4x squared plus 2x plus 8. Yeah. But he is shy, so he doesn't want to... He's jumping and saying, no, don't put me on the spot. Dude, it doesn't matter. If you mess up, we can just edit it out. Yeah. All right, anyway, he's very intelligent. I've been told he has prowess in hip-hop dancing. Uh, anyway, Matt, I wanted to talk to you about sports in Indonesia. So, 
first impressions, sports in Indonesia. Go. Uh, first impression is that sports are very much a hobby here. So in, in the States, um, I had the opportunity to play, you know, college basketball to kind of see sports from a very professional, you know, money-making lens. Here, sports are kind of like very middle school, I guess you could say. People play for the love. There's not an industry. There's not a reason. Um, I teach at a high school here, and I would compare the, the basketball team to something of a seventh grade team. Whoa. You know, they shots fired, <laughs> but it's, it, it's not, it's not bad. It's just, they play for love. They play, they don't really know what they're doing. They're running around in circles and they're having a great time. So it's just a different context of what you see. Um, I tried to run some very basic pick and roll stuff in basketball. And it's just like, it's like, what do you mean? I can hit somebody with my body and turn them. It's like, yeah, well, okay, let's just go shoot some balls. You know, just kind of keep it simple. Um, it's really nice to kind of rediscover the love of the game. Um, because they don't really have any of those negative kind of connotations that we have in the States. So it's really, really nice. Okay, cool. So you practice with your school's basketball team? I have in the past. Uh, this semester I've been kind of busy. They don't really have a league. They don't have a seasons. Um, <laughs> they practice basketball just because they want to go practice basketball. They don't really prepare for games. Oh, okay. So there's not like games. No, no. Occasionally they'll have like a three-day tournament. Okay. So they'll prepare for these three-day tournaments, but it's whenever they feel like doing them. Okay. Uh, listener, I haven't told you this story yet, but one thing that was kind of amusing was during my initial interview, the regional managers of the peaceful yet unnamed organization, they were like, what sports do you like? And I was like, oh, I played basketball in high school. And somehow I think that became the most important thing for my site placement. Because when I showed up at my site, my principal introduced me and said, this is Matt Hostler. He's from the United States. He is so good at basketball. He is going to coach our team and take us to number one in Java. And initially I tried to be like, whoa, wait, hold on. But then I kind of rolled with it and I was like, yeah, I got this. Uh, so for the first couple months, I was just touted as this basketball expert. And then when I finally showed up to practice, <laughs> I was like, not very good. But despite <laughs> that, the team was like really supportive. And I like made a three point shot. Everyone freaked out. And then I was like, all right, that's it. I'm done. And I haven't been back to practice since. One thing I have noticed is the latent level of ping pong skill here is vastly superior to that in the United States. People here are so good at ping pong. So there's a, there's a house about down two blocks away and in the morning when I go to school, I see them out there playing ping pong. Uh -huh. I, I want to play them. You should, you I should feel do like it. I'm, I, I know you can see me listener right now. I'm, I'm a six foot six. So I have that leverage that I feel like if I just can get the, the angle right, I'll be able to play some good ping pong. Yeah. I I'm, can reach everywhere on the table. Yeah, you've got some reach. I mean, are you a ping pong player? Okay, so since we're, since we're telling stories, um, in high school, um, a good friend of mine got a ping pong table, and it was the thing we did on the weekends. Everyone else was going to parties, doing the, the thing that people do when they're 18 and have free house. So I, like uh, homework and stuff. Homework, yeah. Homework, you know. Charity praying, work. Chairing, yeah. 
We would play ping pong. We would play ping pong. And I may or may have not fell through a wall. Oh. So my friend so hit the ball. Are you saying this to say that you're really good at ping pong? No, because, I, okay. I, I tripped. I tried to turn to my right and uh-huh. I tried to trip on the carpet and I fell over and fell right through the plaster wall. Yeah. And it was probably the size of Chaka here, the, my brother. Like you could put a whole person through this wall. And, or at least uh, a Chaka. Put a Chaka. And I, uh, yeah, my friends still to this day talk about, I, every time I see those parents, Oh, uh-huh. you're the guy that fell through the wall. You're the, the ping pong wall guy. I think just seeing Indonesians here and seeing them kind of appreciate sports in a different way, it's really nice for me. Um, especially with basketball, kind of going back to that. For me, it's, it's really hard to see basketball as something that is fun. I played, I played in college for three years and uh-huh. we, we flew around the country. And you hated every minute of I it. I hated every minute of it for the most part. I love the team. I love the camaraderie. I love working with guys and, and being on that same page. But the pressure of if you don't win, people will lose their scholarships. Yeah. You know, things, really negative things will happen. Um, I hated that part. And to kind of be here, it's really helped me rediscover that love. So it's really appreciative. You see it not only in sports, you see it in art, you see it in music. Um, there's one thing about the Indonesian culture is that they're really, really strong at staying in the present. People here are not afraid usually to start singing and start singing loudly, whether or not, uh, they, I mean, it doesn't matter. So that's, that's good. That's cool too. Um, what, what college did you play basketball for? Centenary College. Centenary College of Louisiana, uh, in Shreveport, Louisiana. The Fighting Feather Dusters? uh, The Gentlemen. The Fighting Gentlemen. Not fighting, just the Gentlemen. The Gentlemen. We were the Gentlemen. All right. (laughs) Listener, we just got offered some takoyaki, uh, which is a fried hors d'oeuvre. Chaka, how would you describe this this dish? Yeah, what are we looking at here? I don't know, it's just like... Um, mm. flour on it? Like, I don't know what's inside this. I don't know how to describe it, but... It smells a little fishy. Okay, it's fried though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, what's on top? It was like, uh, I don't know. I don't even know. It's yeah, delicious. It's fish. Is it fish? I mean, I think what I just ate was fish skin. Um. Yeah, maybe it's a fish skin. Yeah? so. Yeah. Okay, I, I yeah, I, it's... it's it's a little fish. Matt's a fan. Dude, I love it. It's delicious. Chaka's a fan. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the fighting gentlemen. At my high school in St. Joe were the Bruins and the Lady Bruins. Was your school the, <laughs> the gentlemen and the lady gentlemen? Just the ladies. That ladies makes and, more sense. Ladies and gents. Okay. All right, back to Indonesia, though. <laughs> the, the, look, the ping pong prowess here is off the chain. Listener, you probably know from summer camp that I'm very good at ping pong. Uh, I was the winner of the Golden Paddle Ping Pong Tournament in 2016 in the Normal summer camp. I'm like, I'm pretty good for an American. I'm almost average here. I'm like a (laughs) smidge above average and it was very humbling for me to come here and get beat by like 40 and 50 year old Bopox who just, and, and you're right, the way they play, 
they, I was playing to win. They were playing to have fun. They were like laughing and doing crazy spins and everything and still smoking me. And I was <laughs> like, whoa, dude, like the ping pong skill here is off the chain. Like I brought my own paddles and everything. That might be like the one thing where I think I'm good and I also am good, but here I'm just average. <laughs> anyway, so what else is popular besides casual basketball and casual but really proficient ping pong? Futsal. Futsal is a huge Indonesian sport. Matt, what's futsal? Oh, well, let me help you out, Matt. Okay. Futsal is basically I forget, I think it's like six on six indoor soccer. Um, the ball is tinier, the goals are tinier, and I don't want to say indoor soccer because indoor soccer, you're allowed to play off the walls. Yeah. In futsal, you can't. No. So it's a very, very finesse version of soccer in a smaller situation. There's actually, at the, in the front of this community, there's a futsal court. Yeah. I don't know if you saw it when you were coming in. I did. Um, I would love to play on a team, but... My hand-eye coordination isn't great. Maybe next year I'll yeah. see if I can find a team. But they do play at nights, and there's a coffee shop connected. I'd love to join. Yeah. Um, futsal is serious. So they, it's probably one of the more serious sports in this area. My school last week just had a big tournament where different teams from around the area came in and played. But it's pretty good. And, and you can – so it's like soccer. There's six people. There's a goalie. You can play it on concrete, though. It's usually played on concrete. You can play it on concrete. Yeah, so it's it's a very urban. The yeah. students at my school play it on concrete in bare feet. That's impressive. With with and it's a smaller ball. This is going to show my ignorance of me, like not knowing what the system was. Uh, I came into my um, host family in Kadiri. And the kids were kick, kick, kicking around like this tiny, sad soccer ball. And I was like, what is this thing? Oh, this <laughs> sucks. Like, what? Ah, it's like awful. And I was like, all right, I've been living here for a month. These kids are great. I'm going to buy them like a soccer ball. So, because I had never seen them play futsal. Yeah. I, I'd never seen the game. Or I'd seen them play, but I'm like, wow, they're using like a really crappy ball. <laughs> this yeah. sucks for them. So I went out and I bought like a real soccer ball and brought it home. And gave it to them, and they were like, oh, thanks, but, like, what's this? <laughs> and I was like, it's like a football. And they're like, okay. And they, I mean, that's yeah. not, it's not what you use for futsal. But futsal's pretty cool. It's, it's a lot of hand, it's, it's, it's speed. So, you know, I played soccer when I was younger, but I like to kind of get out in the open grass and try to run and run. And here it's all quickness, you know, it's all... Footwork, it's exactly what you'd want to play if you're going to play soccer. I, I would view it more as a training game towards soccer. But here, there's not a lot of open grass. The idea of finding a field of grass with no holes that's smooth, with good, that's, that's smooth, is just not going to happen. Yeah. So futsal is so much easier. It's a smaller field or yeah. concrete. Or court. You can, court. You can kind of find it anywhere. You can just go on the street, get some cones, and start playing futsal. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's pretty rad. Other popular sport here? Badminton. That's the one. That's the one. Um, Chaka, do you like badminton? Mm -hmm. It's hard for me to say badminton. <laughs> I want to say badminton, but it's badminton. It's not badminton? No, it's, that... it's badminton. Oh, wow. That's okay. Minton is a bad guy. Yeah. Badminton. <laughs> bad. Badminton. Bad. Not goodminton. Badminton. Badminton. Bad. <laughs> um, anyway... Chaka, what's the deal with badminton? You just hit the cock and then you win. <laughs> it's called a cock? 
Yeah. Okay. Well. All right. We call it a birdie in English. No, like, we we call it a birdie or a shuttlecock. Yeah, shuttlecock. Yeah. I, oh, that's what a shuttlecock is. That's what a shuttlecock is. There was a is. box at school today, that's and it said shuttlecock, and I was like, it looks like a sports box, but mm -hmm. I'm just I don't have time. Oh, okay. So <laughs> one thing about badminton, one thing about badminton, <laughs> is how they do take it serious and. Yeah. The Bopaks, the fathers at my school, play twice a week. Uh huh. And I've seen 50 year old men jump, dive face first in the concrete to save that little the birdie. birdie. Yeah, I mean, it is, it is trash talking. It is really? everyone's wearing knee braces and wrist braces. You know, think about like pickup basketball in a YMCA in America. That is badminton here. Okay. Like there's a lot of smack talk and there's a lot of pride. All right, so and casual about basketball taking the badminton more seriously. I haven't seen badminton with the students. I'm just noticing yeah. with the older men. Volleyball is pretty popular at my school. Volleyball, I see it here a bit here and there. It's not as, it doesn't stick as too much. I think here. volleyball might be a Jombong thing because okay. the kids in my school are always practicing volleyball or you two, yeah. uh, Chaka. Yeah, in my school. Oh, what's your favorite sport, Chaka? Mm, nothing. Nothing. Badminton, maybe. But Bad, maybe badminton or nothing. Yeah. Do you like ping pong? No. No. I don't know how to play ping pong. Like just boom, boom, boom. It it is. It's know. just boom, boom, boom. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It, that that that's I recommend it. Um, tennis is popular in Jombong. Uh, swimming is swimming. popular. Um, but probably. The all-time essential, quintessential Indonesian sport, marching. Marching is extremely popular That's a sport? here. It's a sport? Well, I showed up at your, at your courtyard, and I noticed the kids marching, and it looked like they were doing football drills. They, like, line up, they bend over, someone shouts, and then they take that first clomp step, and then they do the... the, the High step march. This is true. I mean, it is a big part of the culture. It's tied into lots of different things. Um, Indonesia has a very militant mindset. Um, at school on Monday, I'm sure Bones has told you this, you have the Monday flag ceremony. And whenever I attend those, I just think military. Oh, think yeah. Everyone stand outside. We're going to salute. This guy's going to yell at you. Then you're going to go to class. Yeah. Um, and so it's just kind of, I see this. That's just one example. So it's just, you know, how can you be a better soldier? How can you fit into the system a little better? And you got to practice and you got to march. Uh, Trump joined uh, his school. They were doing a march. It was, it was Independence Day week. The parade. It was a, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. A parade. and he joined a parade. And I talked to him about it. They invited him to join. Trump's like a big goofy guy. He's game for anything. And he hadn't been practicing marching since he was 11. And he didn't know the steps, and everyone laughed at him, and he felt really bad. Really? To the, yeah, to the wow. point, because first they laughed at him because he was a boule, and yeah. secondly, like, he wasn't marching in step with them, so he was like this big, goofy kind of yeah. clown, and he felt bad about it to the point where they pulled him aside, and they were like, what are you doing? Like, we thought you'd be great at this. You're from America. Y'all are great at everything. And he's like, dude, we don't practice marching at all. Yeah. And they're like... What? Um, do you march a lot at your school, Chaka? No. Oh. 
Okay. Well, <laughs> I thought you led the upachara the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was just like a simple march. It was just a simple march. Okay. So, so I guess that's our ignorance. That's of, our ignorance. That's our ignorance of difficult march and easy march. What other sports are we leaving out in Indonesia, Chaka? Mm. What do people watch on TV? Soccer. Mostly soccer, Mostly soccer. soccer or badminton. world football. They watch soccer, they watch badminton. My Bapak gets really into soccer. He'll, he'll yell at the TV, but not in an angry way, just kind of in a happy way. So I don't know if you know anything about listener, Indonesian soccer is actually really fun to watch. Really? I watched a little bit. There's not a lot of traditional structure. Uh -huh. They just run and they run and they just kick it back and forth. It's a really, really fast game. So like if you think soccer, sometimes you'll watch like these EuroLeague guys and they're focusing on their perfect passes, getting it right where they want. But these Indonesian guys are just like, go, 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 go. And they probably have two or three times as many shot attempts on goal. Well, that sounds more exciting yeah. than not taking shots. It's really fun to watch. Okay, cool. <laughs> Madura here actually has a pro soccer team. Uh, Indonesia, we're, we're gonna pass it on the way to the cafe tonight. Um, I don't think it's anymore that the team is located here anymore. I think they moved over to Sumanup, another city of Madura. Sumanup? Sumanup. Did I say okay. that right, Chaka? Yeah, yeah I said it right. Get out okay. of here. And so <laughs> they have a stadium here and they and the team will come in maybe like two or three times a year and do a game here. But for the most part, the season's now held in Sumanup. Um, but yeah, it's, it's one of the big Indonesian professional leagues, the League One here in Indonesia. Okay, that's so, right. And it's only about five kilometers from here. I wish the team was still here. I would try to go to a bunch of games, but yeah. they kind of left. And I know that in Surabaya, um, Gosh, I forget what our name is, but I know that our motto is Bonek. B O yeah, Bonek. Bonek. So you'll just see B O N E K written what is all that? over. What is Bonek? I don't know. Uh... <laughs> but I know that it is like Surabaya professional soccer. And uh, it's kind of like a soccer fence. It's kind of like a uh, soccer fence. Okay. Wait, just for Surabaya or for everywhere? Uh, Bonek is so many at Surabaya, but there's like someone that also in Madura, maybe. Oh, so super fans. Yeah, super fans. Okay. Okay, so I thought we were the Surabaya Boneks, but apparently Bonek just means, what are they called in Europe? Hooligans? I guess, yeah, hooligans. Okay. Yeah. All right, well then, listener, that's a good example of how I usually don't know what's going on here. There is a sport where they play volleyball with their feet. Called sepak takraw. You gotta say that again for me. <laughs> sepak takraw. Sepak takraw. Sepak takraw is kind of like a volley, but volley is, volley is using hands. Yeah. And I've seen, and the net is not as high. The net will be about your, your shoulder length, maybe. How, how big is the ball? Is it smaller? It's like... I would say it's like twice the size of a softball. Okay, that's what I thought too. Yeah, it's I've not a soccer ball. It's a twice the size of a softball. Um, and it's just amazing to see their control. Yeah, it looks really hard. Yeah, it's absolutely amazing. But the ball is made from of a wood. The ball is made of wood? Yeah. Like what? hardwood? Or no, is there... no, hardwood, like 
In Indonesia, it's called rotan, but I don't know in English. Rotan? Maybe rotan? I don't know. So it's a softer wood. Yeah. Dude. Not only is it, they're like, all right, let's play volleyball. No, no, no. That's too easy. We're going to use our feet. Not only are we just going to use our feet, the ball is also going to be wood. <laughs> also, there will be people with flamethrowers, like shooting fire at us from the sidelines. And then it's Indonesia, so there's earthquakes and there's, lava. There's, I mean, there's, there's all kinds of earthquakes. It's good. It's a pretty intense sport. And I've seen them like get up and try to spike it, kicking it. So yeah. like they'll do a little yeah. flip, yeah. the ball be at the net, and they're gonna jump up and do a flip so they can kick the ball down. It's amazing, it's absolutely it amazing. Is. Okay, I think that's about all the time we have for tonight. I think it's time for dinner. So we're gonna wrap it up, but uh, thanks a lot for listening. Uh, bye. Thank you listeners, take care, and I don't have a catchphrase. Yeah. I feel like I want a catchphrase. Yeah, stay, classy. stay classy, stay classy uh, Madura. You stay classy, Madura. That's great, man. All right, bye. <laughs>